0: This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. Back when the voice of the heart came out in the very beginning, I did a whole bunch of radio interviews. Honestly, As crazy as it sounds, the voice of the heart was about a decade plus ahead of its time. And at the end of the interviews, they would say, hey, Dr. Dodd, if you could just sum up what you're talking about in one word, what would be that one thing you'd want the audience to hear? And I would say, well, the one word I would use is surrender, that we need and are made to surrender so that we can have everything that we're made to have. And the announcer would say, well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Dodd, blah, blah, blah. And after the interview was over, there's usually a little segment where the, the, the announcer talks to the person off the uh, microphone and says, thank you so much. Look forward to hearing from you. Hope you do well. Click. And I was not making any, any kind of headway of communication. There was like a, a block. Surrender, so in that time especially, really was interpreted as defeat. When actually what surrender means is to give back over, to hand back over, to render over. And what's amazing is everyone who's going to have recovery is going to have to hand back over to God and others who care what they took. And what happens for people who get wounded is what we do is we take that which is most created, most vulnerable, most alive, most hungry, most desirous, most free, most caring, most feeling, most needing, most longing, and we bury it. We hide it behind the wall of the ego. So surrender means to take that which you took away from others and God and give it back. And what I have seen over the years is that God and those others who are capable of caring actually do for us what we never could do for ourselves. We end up returning to life. There's this beautiful scripture, it's Isaiah 50, 10. And it says, for all of you who walk in the dark, who have no light. Well, a person who's walking in the dark and has no light, they're in a desperate situation. They are gonna be frantic, anxious, possibly desperate, perhaps hopeless and eventually kind of sink into despair and the answer to the problem is said for those who walk in the dark who have no light it says trust trust in the name of God trust in the name of the Lord well to me especially historically that that certainly was no answer as a man thinks so he needs to be you better figure it out if I'm sitting around waiting on God I'm going to be dead before God ever does anything but that's That scripture is talking about the great existence questions. Like, how do I find fulfillment? And where do I go when trouble hits? And who will help me? And I've forgotten how to cry out. And it's about knowing how to cry out all over again. And many other things. It was too short for now. But it says, for those who walk in the dark, trust in the name of the Lord. And that ends up being the answer. It speaks to surrender. But then it goes on to say, but for all of you who trust in your own ability to light your own torches. All of you who light your own torches, it says go ahead, walk in the light of your own fires. Make your own paths. But Then it says, but this is what you shall receive from my hand. You will lie down in torment. And I don't believe it was like a God's punishment. I believe that this is the course of life for those of us who don't surrender, continue to depend upon our own strength, continue to trust our own willpower, remain hyper-vigilant, anxious, and judgmental, and basing everything we do off of what's happened before. But see, there's no such thing as a fear of the unknown. There there is only a fear of what we believe will happen again, that we've seen, we've heard, or we've experienced. So we end up not letting ourselves surrender because we think that what's going to happen, has already happened, is going to happen again. And so the torment we experience is not from God's hand as much as from the course of life, how life works. Those who surrender, receive the light. Those who do not surrender, continue to go to bed at night. As many of us have experienced and they hear the whispers of the night and they obsess and they are preoccupied and the only safe place is between say 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. before they have to face the day again. Beautiful scripture about surrender.